0: Okay, a quick look back at the uh, Husky game last weekend. Uh, we played an outstanding first half, both offensively and defensively. Uh, did a lot of good things, and then unfortunately, the second half couldn't get much done. Uh, and didn't play well on either side of the ball in the second half. So, so consequently, uh, didn't get uh, you know, didn't get a victory, and and uh, really a, a very similar storyline uh, ultimately as. Know, like it was in the first week with the turnovers being the, the major problem that plagued us, uh, turn the ball over four times. Uh, and you just can't do that. And we talked about that the week before against the uh, Trojans. And we played another outstanding football team in the, in the Huskies last week. And, and when you turn the ball over four times and three of those were in the second half, you just don't give yourself much of a chance. So, so that was unfortunate. Uh, a lot of positives in the game, a lot of positives. We ran the football exceptionally well over 200 yards rushing over five yards of carry uh, defended the run exceptionally well less than 100 yards again uh, I think it was 88 yards uh, total for the huskies uh, came away with some takeaways of our own on defense uh, three interceptions thought the secondary made some made some plays uh, so so a lot to build on and uh, things to carry forward but uh, no moral victories I'm not trying to paint that picture but I thought we took a step forward as a football team from uh, week one to week two. Um, Looking ahead now to uh, this weekend, Oregon state coming in here, a team that's feeling very good about themselves and they should be after beating uh, the ducks. That was a big win for them. Uh, They got a running back that's uh, really in high gear right now and, and uh, doing a good job for them. And, and uh, they, you know, they're a good football team and, as evidenced by their win against Oregon last week. So we've got our work cut out for us again this week. We need to take another step forward as a football team and uh, just keep working hard and keep uh, keep trying to get better and, and progressing. So that's where we're at. Questions?
1: We'll go first to Trevor Allen, KSLSports.com, followed by Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune, John Kuhn, Associated Press.
0: Wow, oh, you you talked about the the running back a little bit. Is that is that job one when you guys are, are, are scouting Oregon State just to stop him first? Yeah, that's that's uh, definitely a uh, top priority, and that's pretty much every week. There's some exceptions, but but uh, that's the starting point for our defensive planning. Is okay. What do we got to do to stop the run? How are we going to control the gaps? And and uh, what fronts do we need to to uh, employ? And so that. Uh, and even more so this week when you got a guy running the football like like their guy is. And so that is uh, that's our starting point.
1: Next, Josh Newman, followed by John Kuhn. Hey,
0: Kyle. Good morning. Good morning, Josh. Um, I'm I'm just curious now that we're past Thanksgiving and campus
1: is going to be mostly empty for a while. Do you believe that that alleviates uh, at least some concern in, in terms of dealing with the virus and keeping your players safe? That campus is now empty.
0: I guess it would. You know, I hadn't thought of that, but uh yeah, we're trying to keep them as uh, safe as possible and, and uh out of harm's way and we've had to move a bunch of them to a hotel, you know, to separate guys and and uh just do everything we can to mitigate the uh you know, the likelihood of, of uh of covid and and I think our our staff has done an excellent job doing that we've had our share of problems like everyone else in the country like almost everybody else in the country but uh yeah i think that uh, the less people you're around the better and uh now that campus is empty the, the guys that are on campus uh, in the dormitories that's uh more of a, a safe environment i would say than, than a bunch of people there Kyle, just a quick follow-up to what you said. I'm not asking names or specific numbers, but can you maybe put a percentage of, of how much of your roster is staying in a hotel off campus? Uh, you know, I'd have to ask Jeff Rudy. He's our guy that orchestrates all that. It's not a high percentage, but but it's uh, what we did is guys that, you know, if you, if you live together and one guy gets it, it's a high-risk exposure for the other guy. And so we've just tried to make sure we've separated everybody as best we can and put them in the best possible scenario. And it really has uh, been a benefit in a lot of in a lot of instances in the last uh, few weeks where uh, we've been able to isolate things that, that wouldn't have been as isolated uh, if we hadn't made that move. And so appreciate our uh, medical staff and administration for, for uh, allowing us to, to get that done.
1: Next, we'll go to John Kuhn, Associated Press, followed by Ryan Costeca, SI.com.
0: Good morning, Kyle. Morning. Um, looking at, at your running game the last couple of weeks, you, you've taken a committee approach, uh, distributed the, the carries quite a bit. Has there been one or two running backs out of the group that have started to rise to the top from your perspective that have started to separate themselves on the field? Well, I think you've seen Ty Jordan really do some good things for us the last couple of weeks, and especially last week as his touches went up uh, in this last game. And, and uh, he, if anybody, that is starting to separate himself a little bit from the pack. Now, every, uh, every one of those four guys has a role and brings something to the table. But as far as just productivity and uh, explosiveness and playmaking ability, big playmaking ability, I think you see that in Ty Jordan in particular. And uh, you saw him rip off a couple runs there in the game. Uh, you know we did. He did put the ball on the ground one time, which uh, is unfortunate because had we, uh, you know, we're deep in the red zone. If we score on that drive, I believe we win the game. But but uh, he's he's doing the best he can for a young freshman. He'll get better with his ball security. And he did a, a great job for us in that game, making some some big plays. And and so if there's any any separation that's starting to occur. I would say Ty Jordan is the guy that uh, is starting to uh, separate himself.
1: Next, we'll go to Ryan Costeco, followed by Steve Bartle.
0: Hey, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you.
1: So, Grant's one of the most dynamic players in the Pac 12. How do you get him more involved moving forward? I mean, he had the good first quarter against Washington, but kind of non existent elsewhere, including the USC game. How do you get him more involved?
0: Yeah, we got to keep him involved and, and get him more touches. Now, defenses are putting, you know, they're very. They're very, very much aware of Brant and paying attention to him, and, and uh, had a good player on him on Saturday. Uh, but we've got to continue to be more creative and, and uh, get him the ball different ways. You saw him carry the ball on a on an orbit reverse there, and we need to do more of that. And that's our job as coaches to to get that done. And we haven't uh, maximized him as well as we should have in the first couple games, and moving forward, unless people are just outright going you know, a double team him every snap. We've got to find more ways to get him, get him touches. Cause you're right. He's, he's one of the more dynamic tight ends in the country. And, uh, we've got to, uh, find a way to maximize that. Steve Bartle followed by Josh Newman and Trevor Allen.
1: Good morning, coach. I uh, wanted to ask you about the, the pass rush and just your level of concern, um, in terms of, you know, being productive in your pass rush.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't good enough on Saturday. It was pretty good the week before. We came away with three sacks in, in the opener, but zero sacks last week. Uh, we did apply some pressure. Most of the pressures we dialed up uh, happened to be, uh, a lot of them happened to be versus the run, which which helped us out as well. We made some big plays in the, defending the run with, with some of those pressures. But uh, our four-man rush wasn't as good to us as it usually is and traditionally has been. And we really could have used a sack on that last drive. That last drive was 12 plays and 80-something yards. And and uh, that's when you need a big sack to uh, thwart the drive. When we weren't able to do that. And uh, it's not due to, due to lack of effort. Our guys are playing hard and, and uh, doing everything they can. But uh, that was a, a concern last week. It wasn't uh, what we usually are in the pass rush. We're usually much more effective. And so that's uh, something that hopefully we get back this week josh newman then trevor allen kyle it's been kind of a long road here at this point for Britton covey um at this point how, how optimistic are you that he can keep getting healthy and maybe play a larger role in it in your offense well i'm optimistic we're optimistic uh, he's optimistic but uh it remains to be seen we'll see how the practice week goes he's been uh, very limited and uh Last week, you saw him a few snaps here and there on offense, but predominantly used him in the kick return game. Now, there wasn't much generated there. Um, the kickoffs were not in a spot. One was in a spot where we probably could have returned it. But but uh, the other uh, four or five, I thought he made the right decision in, in fair catching or letting it go in the end zone. Uh, he did a nice job on the first punt return and saving us a bunch of yards by coming up and, and making that catch. Uh, took a big hit on the play. but. But uh, he's fearless and courageous and and uh, we hope that his role is expanded this week and he's able to do a lot more on offense, but that remains to be seen. We'll have to see how the practice week goes and how it progresses. But uh, we're, we're a better football team when he's in the lineup, I can tell you that because he's he's a playmaker.
1: Trevor Allen followed by Jeff Call.
0: Now, now that two games are, are uh, done, Kyle, uh, how, how would you say Clark Phillips and, and Nate Ritchie have, have played in their first two games in college? I think they played exceptionally well given the circumstances, and they made big improvements uh, from game one to two. I know Nate, uh, you know, had a, a tough matchup with that tight end from Washington this past week. He's a heck of a player that that tight end is. But and you also got to throw Fabian Marks in there as well. So those three true freshmen yeah. were on the field a bunch uh, together in the game on Saturday, and we came away with uh, three interceptions, and and uh, they held down the fort. I mean, they did throw for. About 250, but that in this day and age of football, that's not a ton of yards. And when you when you combine that with only 88 rushing yards, the defense played uh, pretty darn good. And if they get a stop on that last drive and hold them to 17 and we win the game, then we're all feeling really good about ourselves right now. And so, but that's not the case. You know, we weren't able to get that stop, and and uh, it's unfortunate. But I think those guys are progressing well, as is uh, you know the other guys, Tennessee Pootutau, who played a bunch of snaps for us. Uh, up front, See only full Foto, our freshman linebacker, uh, played played very well. He's he's a guy that uh, I think is not getting as much recognition as he should. He's been very productive for us. We
1: have time for a few more. We'll go to Jeff Call, Steve Bartle, and then Chris Cameron.
0: I got all morning, Paul. I got okay. <laughs> all morning, so whatever it takes. Coach, how do you uh, go about emphasizing ball security in practice? We go about it every day of the week uh we dedicate periods to nothing but ball security drills we've been doing that uh for years andy's very tuned into that any level our coordinator nobody is neglecting that nobody is not paying attention to that we're all paying attention to it and it's something we always do pay attention to and uh that has been you know, if you if you boil it right down to the the bare bones—that's been our issue. Like I said, I believe if we turn the ball over one time in those first two games in each game, we probably win both of them. But thats the shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's not the case. But that's how impactful it's been, and uh, it's something that we will continue to emphasize. Uh, there comes a point where you harp on things too much; it becomes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy where it becomes a, a negative. You know, if you if you rant and rave about it too much, so. Uh, our guys understand how important it is. There's nobody on our offense who doesn't get it as far as uh, ball security. And so we've just got to continue to uh, try to do a better job.
1: Steve Bartle and Chris Camarotti. Coach, wanted to ask you about the offensive line. It seemed that they were able to generate a lot more push up front with Nick Ford at center. How do you evaluate that with Orlando Umana out with injury and then just what do you want to see from the offensive line moving forward?
0: Well, you're exactly right. We did get a lot better push and was evidenced by our offensive uh, our rushing production going way up from the week before. Uh, Nick really is an inside three guy. He's he's not really at his home position when he's a tackle. He's talented enough to, to do very well there, but he does better inside and his, his future at the next level is, an, is as an inside guy. And so uh, – you know, going forward, we need to see more of the same. Just continue to, to get push. Uh, we can. We still need to shore up the pass protection a little bit. It's a little bit too soft at times. Those defensive ends of the Huskies were doing a good job on the outside, uh, narrowing the pocket. We got to keep more width in the pocket with our tackles. We're getting collapsed a little bit, but uh, saw progress. Bottom line, from week one to week two, offensive line was much improved, and uh, we need to take another step forward this week.
1: Chris Camrani. Kyle, I know you want to win every game, but I'm wondering, are there benefits for this young team experiencing the sort of, uh, for lack of a better term, heartbreaking losses as as they move forward as a collective?
0: I guess you could say that, you know, the old adage, what doesn't kill you makes you tougher. And uh, I think there's lessons to be learned, whether you win or lose, there's, there's big lessons to be learned. And, and this team certainly has a, a lot of uh, lessons to be learned with uh, the amount of young guys that are getting their opportunity. And uh, so it's, you know, the key is to, to continue to learn and not make the same mistakes twice and, and try to, you know, if you can make a mistake, make a new one. And, you know, it's our job as coaches to, to uh, correct mistakes and continue to bring these guys along. They got a great attitude there. There's a lot of uh, fight in these uh, freshmen that are playing and, and a lot of want to and for the whole team, for that matter, I don't think there's any lack of that. You look at the tape, and uh, even though we weren't productive in the second half this past game, it was not because of a lack of effort. Everyone's playing as hard as they can. And and uh, we as coaches have got to put these guys in better positions to make plays. So we didn't do a good enough job as coaches in the second half. And so uh, that's where we're at.
1: Jeff Call. Yeah, what stands out to you, coach, about uh,
0: Jermar Jefferson in terms of his style and maybe the challenge that he poses this week? Well, he's got size, uh, speed, quickness. Um, You're talking about the tailback, right? I I don't normally name him. I I I go by numbers. (laughs) But uh, anyway, he's a a terrific player. He's uh, productive. Um, He's got vision. He he seems to have uh, excellent vision, which all really good backs have. And like I said, he's nearly 220 pounds and, and uh, just a shade under six feet. So he's he's powerful and uh, he runs hard and their offensive line does a nice job. They're not exceptionally big up front. You know, they're a little bit undersized for you know Pac-12 and, and power five standards, but you'd never know it by the way they play because they get their physical and they they got a, a nasty streak to them, which all all really good offensive lines have that little bit of uh, not a little bit, but a nasty mentality. Uh, that's what they got up front Chris
1: Camarani Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong but you have to be at 500 this year to be bowl eligible and you have two games left on the schedule do you harp on that at all to these to these young guys this week to to keep themselves in the running because as you know an extra potential month of practice and and being together goes really far for a young group
0: like this well we're harping on oregon state right now and trying to find a way to be at our best for those guys and and let uh, whatever happens after that happen uh with the way the season lays out it's not an extra month of practice before the bowls it'll be a couple weeks at best but uh it's uh all our focus all our attention we haven't even talked about that uh, as far as postseason we're just trying to become as good a football team as we can at the moment. And uh, we don't want to get one step ahead of ourselves at all. And so all our focus is channeled to uh, this week. There's been no talk of anything but Oregon State, nor will there be. That's, uh, That's where we're at.